Hello. Are we starting? Yeah, we're okay. starting. This is it. All right. Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Meet and Prize Movie Podcast. Hi, I'm Gavin. And I'm Ian. And uh, we are proudly sponsored by Greenroom136.com. So if you go to this post on our website, there'll be a link there. Click on that and we get a little something, something. Yeah, a little something, something. Yeah. Like some money. Some money. Some money. Fuck you, pay me. Where's the money? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, go click on that button. It's really helpful. Yeah. Uh, but Green Room make very cool backpacks and urban carry gears and wallets and bags for all occasions. So do check them out and let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. And if you bought one, and if you're still finding it amazing. Yes, please let us know. You can email us at podcast at com. That's podcast at com. And what should you be emailing us about this week? Oh, you can email us uh, whatever you like, you know, like uh, if you got you, if you pick yourself up a bag from Green Room 136, just send us an email just telling us how awesome it is and thanking us for directing you to Green Room 136, our very, very, very generous sponsor mm-hmm. who gives us a bunch of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or you can also email us about the movie we're reviewing today, which is DC Movies Shazam. 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 Shazam! David Batson. I wish it was you. As a champion. I'll say my name so my powers will become yours. Shazam. Wait, for real? Say it, okay? Say my name. Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation point. That's important. Yeah. Like, mother! Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, don't remind yeah. me. Fuck. That you movie. have to respect the exclamation mark. <laughs> it's Shazam! Great. It's great for SEO. <laughs> That'll be a great double bill. Shazam! And, and mother! mother. <laughs> Which one would you watch first? Mother. Really? You need, you need cheering up after that fucking Yeah, I, I guess so, I guess so. After, after mother, you'd need a bit of Shazam! Yeah. And while listening that's, to, not, that's not going to get annoying at all. While listening to... While listening to thank you! Next. <laughs> oh, was that, did you say it? Thank you. Next. Next. <laughs> <laughs> that needed an exclamation point. <laughs> okay, so um, full disclosure, um, and we were talking about this. You're earlier. in Shazam. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been, I've been keeping, keeping, keeping that under wraps. Uh. Uh, yeah, I am Billy Batson. Oh, I thought you were the Asian kid, <laughs> <laughs> Eugene. I was. The, I'm the, <laughs> that's what you get. That's what you get. <laughs> that's what happens when you suck. Yeah. Best line in the whole movie. Yeah, brilliant line. Brilliant line. So if you don't know Shazam, Shazam is an old DC comics uh, character that is basically so old it's not even DC. It's Fawcett, which is why it's Fawcett Central School. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it was one of those heroes that DC. Sm- gobbled up during the golden age of heroes which is the like 20s and 30s and 40s uh, i think it's the 30s 30s yeah um it's had a rocky road legal wise because he is captain marvel he was initially captain marvel yes yeah. yes um and i think that was before marvel was even a thing or yeah. was even a big thing yeah uh but uh, as as you guys may know now uh shazam is not captain marvel captain marvel is another character yeah. that belongs to marvel <laughs> <laughs> funny how that works so uh I'll give you three guesses uh, over who won that lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> but personally, I think Shazam is a much better name for this character. Yeah. I mean, I always like... Fi- it fits in a lot better. I like the duality of it that they can re- people refer to him as Captain Marvel, but then like other people refer to him as Shazam as well, mm-hmm. like that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So the, I guess a brief synopsis of who this character is. He's a, he's a little kid who is given the... What is it? The, oh, fuck, I should have looked this up. The, the letters of Shazam mean something. 
Yeah. There's something of uh, Atlas, I mean, I mean, the strength I mean, I mean, of Atlas, the, yes. the, 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 the wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the yes. speed of Mercury, mm-hmm. the H of H, the heroine of H. <laughs> I think it's very clear to... Uh, <laughs> we should probably point out that um, we know nothing about this character. I know bits. No, No, I mean, like, compared to, say, other comic book movies that we may watch, that mm. we have a... We know a fair amount about the history. We can we can we we can bullshit for a good fifteen minutes before actually talking about the movie. Yeah. Whereas with Shazam, I have never read a Shazam comic, as mm. I was telling you earlier. Um, I the only time I've ever come into contact with the character is when he's turned up in other characters' comics. Yeah. Um, or if he's turned up in other characters' cartoons. Yeah. Um, so that's so, that's that's about the extent of my knowledge of Shazam. I know that Shazam is Billy Batson, and I and I know that Billy Batson had an encounter with a wizard. Yeah, and that uh, based on this encounter, he he was given the powers of Shazam, and every time he, he he shouts out Shazam, he becomes Shazam, this fucking superhero. And he also calls down the lightning. I didn't know that. No, oh, did you not? Okay. I didn't. I didn't. Well, that's know in Kingdom that. Come because he uses that. He uses his magic word one last time. Look, Kingdom Come may be burned into your memory, <laughs> but it isn't burned into mine. That's when comics got real, man. That's when comics got cool. You know, I mean, like I know they. I, I love Alex Ross's art just as much as the next guy, but Alex Ross already kind of blew my mind with Marvels. Yeah, I see. I read Kingdom Come first. You see, I read Marvels first. You know, like you know, the one that came before Kingdom. Well, the original Come. and the best. <laughs> Uh, new, uh, Kingdom Come was new Coke to uh, Marvel's Coke. The main thing I remember about Kingdom Come is 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 a uh, Batman sort of badass, like a criminal hunt, uh, criminal hunting sort of uh, gear, robot gear, and ro- stuff like ro- that. robot gear. Yeah. I vaguely remember Shazam making an appearance, but I also remember that uh, that I remember old Superman. That's what I remember most from from mm. Kingdom Come. And he just pissed and, at everybody. Get and, off my lawn, you damn super and, and, kids! And, and and Dead Man when Dead Man turned up. No. Oh. I forgot about that. Yeah. No, <laughs> Dead Man is one of my favorite underutilized DC characters. De- Dead Man and Plastic Man. Yeah, Plastic needs a movie now, but... Um, I think after Shazam, I think it's, I think we're ready for a Plastic Man yeah, movie. Yeah, I think so. Uh, De- but Dead Man is one where I only know his stuff for when he's turned up in cartoons. Right, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm the, I'm, I'm the opposite. I've never seen Dead Man in a cartoon, mm. but I, when I was... Especially when I was in uni, I read all the Dead Man shit. Whoa. Not that there's a whole lot. <laughs> I know, but, that, but I, I couldn't even list you like one comic. It's like, is it just Dead Man is the name of this comic? No, yeah, yeah. Oh, was yeah. it like Tales of the Fantastic or something like that? No, I mean, no, it was Dead Man. Hmm. <laughs> he's, you know, he's a member of Justice League Dark. Yeah. <laughs> Fallen trapeze artist. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking circus performers. <laughs> yeah. Robin's parents. But anyway. <laughs> so yeah, don't know a whole lot about Shazam. So I went into this pretty cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd heard good things. I'd heard that it was a very fun film with a lot of heart. That it was, you know, basically, you know, uh, a superhero movie with elements of big. Like, yeah. the, like the Tom Hanks film. And I'd say that's pretty fair. That's pretty fair, yeah. I mean, uh, Billy Batson says his magic word and then he turns into Zachary Levi. That's pretty much it. In a, in a muscle suit, which works quite well, I think. I think it actually works pretty damn well. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand why all these fuckers are all working out trying to get big. It's like, <laughs> Zachary Levi's just proven you don't need to do that shit. No, you get a, right, mean, you get Zach- a right tailor. No, but Zachary Levi, he's pretty fit. Yeah. He's pretty fit. All those years on Chuck, he learned those stunts. Yeah, you know, and he's fandral. Yeah. For a bit. For a bit. <laughs> for then a, he got iced. For, for one and a half movies. Yeah. For one and a quarter movies. But yeah, and I, I really enjoyed this. I thought... Like, the, the, 
it has an old school superhero movie feel to it in a way because it does the thing of like the trailer set up that you'd be following the kid as your point of view character but it does set up the villain at the same time which mm-hmm. is a very kind of old school way of doing things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like there's not going to be playing around with time where you get a flashback later or anything like that yeah yeah, um, yeah. also happy, happy to see john glover there to uh, smallville's uh, lex Luthor. is it john or julian i think it's john john glover He's got one. He's got one of the best lines in the whole. <laughs> you whiny little shit! You whiny miserable, you you whiny, miserable little, little shit! shit. <laughs> that was like you and I burst out laughing. We, on were, that the line. we were the only ones <laughs> laughing. Everyone else in the cinema must have like you know like daddy issues. Daddy issues. It's like oh my god, I'm afraid of my father. <laughs> Lex Luthor just swore on film. This I is great. I can't be what he wants me to be. <laughs> But I do like that 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 double narrative going on there. You find out a lot about Doctor Savannah, which is good because Doctor Savannah is a character. For whatever I know about Shazam, Doctor Savannah is another one of those characters. Whenever the comic books would be do when I, when I used to, you know, even pay attention to the company wide events, mm-hmm. when they were going deep into their history, Savannah would be one they pull out. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. know nothing about his origin or anything else or his powers or anything. He's the bald dude. Yeah, and played um, very well by Mark Strong. Mark Strong's a hell of a lot of fun. Mark, Mark Strong, I don't think I've ever seen Mark Strong in anything where I didn't think he was badass. Mm. It's like, the, the movies don't always work, but he's always amazing. Yeah, he was, he was, he was Sinestro, right? Yes, yeah. he was Sinestro. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. There's, a lot of, there's a lot of double timing. Jimon <laughs> G- Honso, I think, has to be in every superhero movie going forward, right? He mm-hmm. was in Captain Marvel, he's in this. He's in Captain Marvel, he was in Guardians. Uh, he was in Aquaman for all of a second, he could hear his voice, he's one of the fish people. Oh, is he? Yeah, the, the, the fishermen. I mean, they call them fishermen, but they're actually fish men. He, he was the king who's like, what are you doing here? And he just gets iced. Oh, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can spot his voice instantly. Like, spot the fish person in Ooh. Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. There's a lot of them. But, uh, I mean, this feels... It feels like an 80s movie. Yeah. I got that vibe off it. But that's yeah. not... I, I didn't find that a bad thing. No, it no, has no, that I, kids, I'm, not, I'm not saying that it's, that it's a bad thing at all. Kids on an adventure. I mean, it doesn't have to... Ha- it, it, it's like a Spielberg thing with broken families in a way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The kid finds his power. And like the first half of the movie is just him jerking around. Pretty much. Like he's As not, you would. Yeah. As you would if you were... What is he, like 13? 15, I think. 15, let's say. 13 or 14, right? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, if you were a 14-year-old kid and you suddenly became a superhero, I mean, what would you, what would you do? And right after that, the second thing you do is what they do, which is go and get some beers. Exactly. That was a nice touch. The reaction to the beer, yeah. that was a nice touch. The kid's first beer was really, really, really nicely done. There's a, yeah. And there's a lot of gags in the movie that I thought worked really, really well that were just funny. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a very, very fun film. It is a bit long mm. in, in my... Per- I mean, it's it's over two hours, just a little over two hours, and mm. I don't think it really needs to be. Mm. I think you could have gotten rid of ten minutes of that stuff. It's two hours, twelve minutes. Right. Yeah. Two, two hours and twelve minutes. Yeah, you mm. see, to, to me, that's like fifteen minutes too long. Yeah, and I think they, they probably mess around a bit too much, but I think... I didn't find it long because I was enjoying the character building and it made more sense then later. Like I was wondering why they're spending so much time with his foster family mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that has a reason for it later. And I was quite surprised how so many of the little things from earlier cropped up later with regards to like putting your hands in mm-hmm. the, at the dinner table. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, there's yeah, a, there's yeah. a line the parents say about like, well, the kid runs away a lot. He's run away 23 times before yeah. and we'll make this a home for him, but we can't force him. He has to say it himself. Yeah. Like I yeah. quite liked when that no, came there's, back there, there's, there's, there's some nice callbacks to it. But the problem is, it's not even a problem. It's just that you've seen enough movies to spot the things that are going to be called back. Mm. And I pretty much spotted all of it. Oh, really? <laughs> like, 
every fucking thing that came up, I'm like, yeah, this is coming back. <laughs> this is coming back in some way or another. And sure enough, they all came back. But, uh, but I mean, they were done. It was done well. Yeah. It was done well. But I mean, like what I was saying to you earlier, and I, I really do, I really am starting to feel the fatigue mm. of, of all of this because even though I'm watching the movie and it's fun, there, there, it can't help but feel overly familiar, mm. you know. So uh, there's, there's, maybe I'm just, you know, getting old, man. Maybe I'm just getting old, you know. I'm just, I'm just watching this shit, and I'm like, yeah. So this is gonna happen, and then he's gonna learn this, and then that's gonna happen. Yeah. And it's pretty close to what happens. Huh. But I like the execution of it so much that I was carried along with it. I wasn't worried about those things cropping up. I didn't mm-hmm. think they were going to crop up, and there was a few things that cropped up in nice ways that were against expectation. The thing with the compass. Yeah, that was kind of yeah. that was a nice twist. I think it feels like a remix on superhero culture as we have now. They're taking elements and they've added a few extra bits, mm-hmm. but it's not going like full twelve inch deep house mix. No, the whole thing with the compass um, and his you mother, know, his his mom, that he's and you know the search. I thought that was a very nice that was a very nice touch. Because um, you kind and his of line at the end of that conversation, yeah, that hit me. Yeah, no, that that was a good line. That was a good line. Uh, but you, could, but again, you could kind of see that coming. In a way. Not necessarily that line, or not mm. necessarily like what he would do when it happened, but you could ki- I, you could kind of get a sense of why he wasn't able to find her. Mm. You know, I mean that 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 sort of seemed a little clear because the the only other explanation would be like she's got to be dead. Yeah, because he's, he's his foster kid. He's constantly looking for his mother because yeah. like the the way they were separated as a kid is not like he was taken away because of abusive parents. He got lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a nice there's a thing going through that and like building your own families. Yeah. Um, no, I mean the uh, you know the, the whole idea of family and the whole idea of belonging and you know the whole idea of what is home. That is that's a very nice aspect of the film and that's done very well. It's not overly schmaltzy or yeah. sentimental because it could have come off bad. It could have been very very sentimental and they avoided that, which was nice. I think my own my only my only real complaint with the film is the running time and the fact that and this has nothing to do with the film itself. It's just that. If you think about all the movies that are coming out hmm. <laughs> and you take a look at them, there's just even as a comic book fan, I'm I'm like, this is too much, man. <laughs> it's too much. Because no, because they all have to follow the same beats. They yeah. have to. Now it's not like the comic books. Like for example, like you know, we've got Hellboy coming out. Yeah. And, you know, I liked Del Toro's uh Hellboys, but at the same time, you have to you have to admit that they were more del Toro than Mignola. Yeah, and also and they they were also kind of not dumbed down, but I really didn't like the fact that he was hidden from the world and they had yeah, this childlike yeah. element to him. Yeah, yeah. And if I you, prefer him where he's introduced in the comics and everyone knows who Hellboy is. Yeah, and he's Indiana Jones, but like with the press crew, and that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing. Like sometimes if you talk to people about Hellboy and the only thing they know about Hellboy are the movies, you kind of think, well, it's like that's not really Hellboy. Yeah. It's not really Hellboy. I mean, I'm hoping that this new film will be more Hellboy because Mignola seems to be backing it hardcore. Mm. Um, and also, I'll watch anything Neil Marshall directs. Yeah. Uh, but having said that, because any 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 time you have these comic book characters that are you know turned into a movie, no matter how sort of like f- philosophical or fascinating or or, or more ad- or how adult they may be on the page. You can only take that so far in the cinema in, in 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 the cinema release because these people need to make their their hundreds of millions of dollars back, mm. you know. So all of these movies have to follow similar beats at least to begin with. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe the, you know if they do if they do a sequel, well, they probably will do a sequel. I would imagine this movie is going to be a hit. Yeah. The, if they if they do a sequel, they might take more chances. Kind of like what happened with Thor. Is like you know you do you do Thor 
one, and then after Thor two, everyone's like, "Fuck it!" You know what? Thor is the comic relief of of the Marvel universe. Yes, you know, it's so it, weird. Like I saw footage from the first movie recently in something on YouTube, mm-hmm. and Chris Hemsworth just looks different. Yeah, like the the long hair is part of it, but mm-hmm. his face and his demeanor and everything, mm-hmm. it just yeah. sells a different character. Whereas a, now he's punk rock Thor. And yeah, yeah. Like even yeah. in the uh, Avengers Endgame trailer, he's wearing like a, I think it's an old Carhartt jacket I used to own. Yeah. that they got from Central Casting, uh-huh. and he's just like hobo Thor. Yeah, it's, it's, it works. It's it's a very it's a very different thing now. But that's what they've been able to do now that they've proven the formula and they know that the audience is there and they can start taking these chances. Yeah. But whenever you have these comic book, the new ones, whenever you have these superhero origin movies, yeah, and they and they always are. I mean that. I mean that was the best thing that the new Spider-Man movie had going for it. It's like for fuck's sake, skip it. we've, we've skipped, seen it skipped sixteen this times. Shit. Yeah, you know. I mean, I didn't mind watching Miles Morales get, be, you know, learn yeah. how to become Spider-Man. But then even because there was so much going on, there was in that so movie. much going on. It was done in such a fresh and different and exciting way. Whereas with this, I enjoyed it. I was having fun. But at the same time, I was bizarrely bored. Hmm. Uh, not, not, not with the movie, but just with the concept, the, just with the concept and <laughs> yeah. the formula of watching of watching someone learn to be a hero again. It's it, also, ju- it just feel it just feels like it just feels like all of the fucking movies that I've been watching lately. I'm just watching someone learn how to be a hero. I'm watching someone learn to understand that being a hero means having lots of responsibilities. Yeah. And and it, it it's no longer even about whether it's done well anymore. It's just sort of like I know <laughs> this story, yeah, so fucking well. It also doesn't help where this is coming into DC canon because obviously I think what well, there is a mild spoilers. There is a kind of a vague kind of Superman cameo, but it's not Henry Cavill. Just see it, the symbol, and it's like this is the movie that you feel like like this is. It's almost as if they they lost the rights to Superman, Batman, and those like there, there's this is the world with those things in it. The the I, the, 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 the one of his family uh, foster family kids is constantly wearing DC superhero T shirts because they exist in that universe as real characters. Yeah. He has a replica batarang. They have a yeah. bullet that they reckon Superman was like shot with. Although although did you notice that the uh, replica batarang is from the. Uh, it's from Batman vs Superman. It's not from Batman vs Superman. It's from Justice League, is it? No, no, no. It's from the the Nolan films. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Maybe that's like they cut that in to say like, okay, the Snyderverse no longer exists. No, 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 no. <laughs> but like, uh, like, but uh, Freddy has that line. It's like it's one of it's the original Batarang. Oh, really? He has a line. He's like it's it's the original Batarang, and I was looking at it, and I was like, <laughs> fuck, that's a Nolan Batarang. <laughs> that's what I mean. They're like pissing all over the Snyderverse. I mean, you know what? I mean, this this was what this is. Uh, I mean, I haven't double checked this, but I mean, like, if you're listening and if you want to call me out on this shit, <laughs> if I'm wrong, do. if I'm wrong, please by all means, like, email yeah. us podcast at mcgappenprize.com and say, Gavin, you're fucking wrong. Yeah. That's a Batman v Superman batarang, but I'm pretty sure it's a Nolan batarang. Yeah, I didn't even think of that, but this feels like the type of movie they would have before getting to Superman and Batman to build up the characters and build up the universe, right? A little bit, maybe. I mean, to to a certain extent. I mean, because the whole. <laughs> You know, like Snyder's problem. Okay. How I feel about how I feel about the DC cinematic universe is kind of like what Michael Bean says about about uh, Alcatraz and The Rock. You know, it's like it's like Alcatraz has been built and rebuilt ten you know hundred times over. Underneath here is a maze of shit. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how I feel about the DC Cinematic Universe now. Pretty much, yeah. I'm like, it's a maze of shit. Yeah. Good luck trying to make sense of any of this crap. You know, I mean, so to me, they're all they're all just standalone movies now, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. With with some weird fucking reference, just to remind people, hey, we tried. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know what, you, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like Aquaman has got a couple of throwaway lines just to basically let people know it's like, uh, we're not ignoring 
yeah. any of that stuff. But like, we, we want but, you to know that we did try, but you know what? It didn't work. So yeah. fuck it. This Defeating is just, Steppenwolf was just like a Sunday for him, and then he's had like a week, a week, like a month or two full of adventures since then that were way more interesting, but we're not showing to you yet. Yes. Yeah. So Shazam to me is like that. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah, it's in the same universe. I get it. Whatever. Whatever. But <laughs> it's like with the Snyder stuff, they try to jump to the Dark Knight straight away without building it up, or to jump to Justice League without building it up. This feels like they're doing the build up again. Did you see that shit? Um, the Snyder Cut the, the, event, the, the Snyder Cut weekend. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear his comments? About yeah, pretty interesting. Interesting, but it's like uh, it's also disappointing. I mean, it's worrisome. It's weird. Maybe Warner Brothers have learned their lesson because this isn't risky. But the, whatever's going on with the Godzilla universe looks like they're going full Toho and they're about like a smidge away from going full anime on the lunacy of what they're doing with Godzilla because the last Godzilla movie was relatively grounded. Yeah. Relatively for a giant lizard. A movie. little too grounded in my humble opinion. Well also it, I had, would, a, it I, had a severe I, Brian Cranston deficiency that I, I, I would have I would have well. really liked to have seen more of, you know, Godzilla. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> this one seems to be like, fuck it, we're on Godzilla's side, we're fighting him against monsters. And, and I am totally fine with that. But that seems like the kind of idea that Hollywood directors would our uh, accountants would balk at. Mm. You know, that they would say, like, well, we can't do this, audiences won't buy it, it's too out there. And the DC stuff seems to be the Snyder stuff seems to be like Batman versus Superman was badly received, so they decided to jettison the whole point of the Justice League, which was, you can't replace Darkseid with fucking Steppenwolf. I mean, for as little as I know about Shazam, all I knew about Steppenwolf going into the Justice League was Magic Carpet Ride. Mm. <laughs> and Basically, I mean, what, what we're talking about is that recently there's this thing where... <laughs> oh, yeah, we should, uh, yeah we, we've given like no uh, context to this, is that Zack Snyder recently held screenings of uh, some of his films, including so the director's cut of Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman, Dawn of the Dead, and Watchmen. Yes. And uh, some, it was someone... For charity. It was for charity. It wasn't just like, look at me and yeah, want yeah. and glory in my basket, my glory. And someone basically asked him, dude, what the fuck happened? Yeah. And according to Zack Snyder, you know, Batman v Superman, regardless of how you feel about the movie, it did set up a few things. Yeah. Um, that were... That after that movie came... Basically... Um, Zack Snyder and Chris Terrio had already written the script for Justice League 1. Yeah. Uh, Justice League was going to be two films? Yeah. It was going to be two films. And they had already finished the script for Justice League 1 before Batman v Superman had come out. Yeah. Like, the script was done. Uh, Batman v Superman comes out, and people have issues with the film. Yeah. And because people have issues with the film, suddenly Warner Brothers takes a look at the Justice League script that they had done... And, and gone like, oh, fuck, you can't fucking do this. Yeah. Basically, that's what happened. And so they had to restructure and rejig the, the whole thing. And when you watch Justice League now, you can see that. Yeah. You can see that. And that's even before Joss Whedon had to come in because of the death yeah. of his daughter. Yeah. So there is that, that element as well of like, yeah. you know, shit happened as well. So there's things in Batman v Superman, like, for example, when, uh, when the Flash, like, time jumps in, into the Batcave to warn Bruce that uh, shit's going to go down with uh, fucking Superman and that Lois is the key. And then also Bruce's nightmare sequence where Superman is basically uh, succumbed to the anti-life equation and is working for Darkseid. Like, all of that stuff was going to be answered and... Yeah, so apparently yeah. the world was going to go to shit. Yeah. They would get to that nightmare future and they say we have to change the timelines again. I think that yeah. was going to, the, the, the end of the first Justice League was Darkseid wins. Yeah. yeah. And then a scrappy ragtag group has to send the flashback. Flash has a cut. They were going to do the cosmic treadmill. Oh my fucking God. They were going to do that. Yep. And just, because. Just he, before, like, Darkseid boom tubes into the Batcave. Yeah, so there was, that was the thing. There was two points. There was, Batman says to, has a conversation with uh, Cyborg who says, this, 
We can only send them back in time to certain spots where the Earth is in the same location. Yes, so we got yes, two yes. options. Yeah. And he said, and Batman was going to say, well, where, which was your first option if you didn't talk to me? And he said, like, this point. This one. Well, and he said, well, that's what you already did in the first movie, and that made no fucking sense, so do it again. So choose this one, yeah. And in that case, he goes back, and I think he arrives just before Dark. So he tries to, I, I presume it's, he's going to kill Lewis, which, Lois, which causes that future, and then they stop it. And then Justice League 2 is, I think, did they say there was going to be elements of, like, Back to the Future with them, like, interacting mm-hmm. with their past timelines and stuff? Yeah, yeah, that was, that was uh, he, he briefly touched on something like that. Yeah. But that's crazy. Yeah. And I would I really would have wanted to see that movie. Yeah. Anything's better than Henry Cavill's CGI lip. Oh god. So, you know what? I mean, I was one of the I was one of the not Batman v Superman lovers, but yeah. I definitely uh in You liked ju- it more than I did. I definitely liked it more than Ian did and because at the same time I I could I could see that this is clearly not the the entire story. Yeah. You know, that they are leading up to something. Now, if they had uh, not if they, you know, if Warner Brothers had allowed Zack Snyder to do what whatever he wanted to do, and he had not cleared those things up, yeah. then it would have been a huge fucking issue. Yeah. But for me, how I saw Batman v Superman is that is that this is the beginning of uh, uh, this is the beginning of a new universe. Yeah. You know. So and it never ever got the chance really yeah, to. Yeah. Because well, uh, I think because it see itself through. It felt like it had jumped ahead a bit. But I mean, because it's got the yeah, Batman's been doing it for a while. Superman's only around for a while and stuff like that. Superman can't really be the inspiration to everybody that he wants to be. But they were redoing that. Yeah. But yeah, it felt like they wanted to do something. And when Justice League came out, it was like we're we're just putting together shit from what the shavings we found on the, the floor. The ultimate. I mean, the the Justice League movie that we got could not have been a more generic piece of shit. Yeah. Like it wasn't bad, it wasn't good. It was just generic as shit. It, it it felt like it felt like, you know, if it felt like the Justice League movie had come out in like 1995. Yeah, this is the Roger something. Corman version that they you had know? to do just in order to keep the rights. There you go. <laughs> so so like yeah, Shazam, Shazam. Like Shazam. <laughs> Mark Strong is, I think, he is like he's not just the antagonist; he's a dual protagonist. He gets his whole storyline. He's all the way through the movie. Mm-hmm. I really, really liked him just having a fun time. He's clearly having a ball. Yeah. Actually, one thing I will say: everybody in this movie looks like they're having a lot of fun. Yeah. And um, I was quite surprised to see that it was directed by David F. Sandberg, who um, don't breathe, right? Uh, lights lights out. out. Lights out. He's primarily worked only in horror. Mm. Like he directed Lights Out and he directed Annabelle Creation. And I don't think that it's like it's not scary in a way, but the seven deadly sins that they sins that they conjure up. Like, so this is the whole thing: is that like Shazam has to protect the world from the seven deadly sins. Sins. They're pretty grotesque and cool. They're pretty looking. grotesque, and and when this when this film for when this film does go violent, yeah, it goes really violent. Yeah, like someone gets like, their like, head like, eaten like, off. Like, like 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 you don't see blood or anything, but you see enough to make you think like, wow, this is like tonally total a yeah. complete 180, 180 degrees. The whole scene with the glass. The whole scene with the glass, like it's very Sam Raimi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very like, Sam it's Raimi. It's like Sam Raimi in Spider Man Two. Spider Man Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like with, with the nails, like yeah, yeah. and the and the crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact is, when he just grabs he just the brother, so much, when he just grabs, grabs the brother, brother and what happens to him? <laughs> I was like, holy, <laughs> what? what? Holy shit! I mean, there's establishing your bad guys as a, a villainous person, but this is like takes it all the way up to eleven. Yeah. I really like that. I was like, oh, this is cool. This is a bit tonally off, but I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, tonally, tonally, it's a complete 180 degree. But uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I think it got to me more. I don't know. I don't know if it's maybe because of the score. So we'll talk about the other Captain Marvel. I enjoyed the Carol Danvers movie. We were off while we were doing that. We were, we were busy. But um, I enjoyed the movie, but that was also hamstrung by where it is in the series. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I think expectations might have been a bit too high. I mean, it's made bazillion dollars anyway. Yeah. But there were moments in the trailer for that movie where Carol Danvers is standing up. Yeah. You know, the whole the standing yeah, yeah, up yeah. montage. And in the trailer, that looks fucking awesome. When they intercut from, with her through, through, uh, throughout all of her different yeah. ages. When she's she, finally, yeah, when yeah. she's had enough with fucking people giving her bullshit yeah. over and over again. Yeah. And in the movie, it didn't sing. It didn't work as well. And I'm not sure because there was also, I think, Marvel gets a lot of shit as well for, like, bad themes. The Avengers theme works, but a lot of other stuff doesn't have a there's no there's no i can't think of a theme for captain marvel music wise no i don't know if i can hum the cap the shazam theme but the music swell swelled at the right time like yeah. i felt like this is a moment i'm supposed to feel something and i am feeling something and i'm genuinely swept up in it mm-hmm. i felt that it fell a little bit away from that but both this and shazam and captain marvel have like at the end the cgi smash fest mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. you're looking at the glowy lady a glowy cgi lady break up glowy um spaceships it's like i'm a bit it, it works but it because of, it's away from photo real i'm a little bit lost yeah i think they did a good job in this of staying away from it there's a shot of the two of them flying yeah and punching through buildings which seems like a shout out to man of steel yeah yeah and like the zod fight yeah they just go through a building at one point but then the rest of it they kind of keep together yeah and the conversation the monologue yeah yeah, yeah that was very nice that's that was, a very nice that moment. was very nice although although that's not the first time that's been done yeah yeah it was done in uh kung fu panda 2 nice Kung Fu Panda Two, where Gary Oldman is no, 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 where, uh, Gary, where Oldman was the, no. Gary Oldman was like the the peacock, yes. the peacock, the, the main villain, and then you got Jack Black, who's just like, I'm gonna come for you, <laughs> and I'm a, and then Gary Oldman's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a so, really good game. So it's it has been done before, but it was done very very well yeah. in this film. Um, I think we'll just go briefly into spoilers. Uh, there's not much to talk about. There's one or two things I want to touch on. Yeah, sure. So uh, if you enjoyed the show, let us know. And if you didn't enjoy Sazam or agree with Gavin or find Gavin wrong, let us know as well. You can get us on Twitter as well at uh, McGavinPrize. At McGavinPrize, pretty much. Yep. And uh, I'm on Twitter at GavYap. And I'm at McNastyFan. So let's go spoilers. I'd like to purchase some of your finest beer, please. So... What I do, what little I do know about Shazam is that there is like Mary Marvel and like The Rock has been forever being attached to this movie as, as Black, Black Adam, Adam. Yeah. who is a very cool looking guy. It's yeah. Like it's a it's slick back hair, Captain Marvel, but in a black suit and a yellow uh, lightning bolt, and is kind of just evil and stuff like that. And over the years in the comics, they've been building him up to this bigger thing. Yeah. Um. But I was very surprised to see them have the, Shazam, the Marvel family, the, the Marvel Shazam family. family. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That was that was very cool, and and uh, you know like what you were talking about the. Th- you know, like the third act of Captain Marvel and the third act of this, I thought I prefer the third act of this yeah. uh, because, well, first of all, I mean, it's just nice to see something so unashamedly comic booky. Yeah. And not, co- and, but comic, joyous. but joyous, joyously comic booky in a Hanna-Barbera kind of way. Yeah, yeah. You know, because of the colors and, and the, you know, th- that was, that was something that's really nice about this film is the, is the colors. Yeah, all the, all the foster kids, like, he figured, I, and I did not see that coming. That wasn't no. predictable. Yeah, yeah. It was like, they can fill the other seats of uh, Shazam's It's like, temple. hey, it's Adam Brody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. It's weirdly photoshopped, Adam Brody, because they all look, the, the, the look for the, the epitome of humanity is like slightly photoshopped. Yeah. And, and Pedro is uh, DJ Catrona. Who is from... He's from uh, G.I. Joe. He's, oh, he's Flint. Nice. And he's also from, uh, from Dusk Till Dawn, the series. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, shit, man. Marta, Marta Milans, is that how you say it? The, the, the foster mom? Mm. Holy shit. I'm in love with this woman. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the dad from? He was in... I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Marta Milans. I'm watching everything you're in from now on. Yeah. 
Because they do, they do a nice. I mean, the gig, the, g- the gag is in the trailer about like there's some Game of Thrones shit goes on in this house, but they do a really good job of being foster parents. It's like, like not it's like from the moment she came on screen, I'm like, mom, <laughs> mom. And then there's this one bit where she runs out and grabs him, and she's like, she's like wearing a shirt, and underneath it's just like a white top, but it's really tight. And I'm like, mom. <laughs> You're so fucking weird. <laughs> You've got so many issues. <laughs> mom. <laughs> I just need a mom. <laughs> I just need a good, solid, foster mom. <laughs> or, a, or an Aunt May. Is it you want an Aunt May more? Huh? Marissa oh, Tomei Marissa. Aunt May. <laughs> I need an Aunt Marissa Tomei. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was nicely set up. Although it was a bit weird how Freddy saw the Batarang. Like, they show Shazam realizing that it's like when the, the seven evils are out of him. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. it's the other way around. Yeah. But uh, no, I just like the, the joy of kids realizing they have superpowers and what they do with them and figuring them out. And they're all smarter than Billy because they all figure it out a hell of a lot quicker. Yeah, no, that was done really, really nicely. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. So there's a there's a few Shazam's Cave of Wonders. There's a few things. There's a burning violin or burning cello. I don't yeah. know what the fuck that is. Yeah, yeah. There was also like a coffin doorway looking thing. Did yes. you see that? I yes, didn't know what I the hell that, that was. I've, I no, I, I have no fucking idea about anything to do with the with the Shazam mythology. But it's related like, to like I know about magic the, I know. in the Marvel uh, DC universe. Yes, yes. So there is a thing of this caterpillar in a glass jar, and later on the caterpillar is gone. And I was having flashbacks. I, the last time I went deep, uh, when I went balls deep into DC continuity, was when they did the Fifty Two thing. Yeah. Which is they put out a comic every week for fifty two weeks, and it was a whole thing. Did of, you do all of it though? I bought it collected. Because I, 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 because that was the last time. Not the last time. I mean, like. Identity crisis or something. Um, when when uh, they did rebirth, was it rebirth? Probably. Oh, that's when they all got younger. They lost. Was that after Flashpoint? It was after Flashpoint. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's when I stopped giving a shit. I was yeah. like, I can't keep up with these like, things anymore. Th- that that was the last time that I that I um sort of gave the new DC continuity a go. Yeah. Um, and I'm still reading, because I. Is Batman from there? Oh, fuck it. I, Batman, I Bat- at the time that 52 or no, Flashpoint like, is, happened, is, is Grant King's... Morrison was able to, to avoid it because they were like, you're making money, we'll leave you alone. No, I know, but is Tom King's uh, Batman, did it start with that? What, what was the new one? Like, was it Rebirth? I think, was it Rebirth? I think it was Rebirth. That's uh, that's around the Justice League War kind of period, right? Where they have, like, that's where Superman mm. has his pop collar, right? No. Either way, I mean, continuity is a joke. Yes. Comic books are just where you prototype ideas that you you whittle but like, down. But going back to like the fifty-two, I did read some of them, but they yeah. were just too damn many. I yeah, couldn't. It, I couldn't there's keep literally track. fifty-two of them. And there's uh, the whole point is Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman have disappeared for a year, and other heroes step up. And there's a weird the, the whole thing where the obsession with fifty-two came from, with regards to there are you know there used to be multiple there used to be infinite earths and then there's a crisis on infinite earths and then they had it again mm-hmm. there was a multiversity of different places mm-hmm. where different yeah. authors could try out different things with heroes and if they didn't work they would be then left in that continuity but at one point there was a caterpillar who i think ate through time and space and ended up having that's when the way came there was 52 earths and that caterpillar is an old school captain marvel character called mr mind uh-huh. But like he he ate he ate the rest of the year. he went to the infinity minus fifty two words or something like that. So I was seeing this and it's like I'm not even flashbacks. That's who was a kid, but like until like a decade ago, reading mm-hmm. these comics and wondering who the fuck he, Savannah was in that as well. Right. I think he he him and uh, Mister Mind are working together. Right. But he's a little caterpillar who talks. Yeah. And it's only at the very end they reveal that it's like they're leaning they're leaning into that crazy shit i mean that's why there's tigers everywhere as well the original shazam has a talking tiger i think he's actually called talky tiger i can't mm-hmm. remember that's why like the kid betty batson has tigers on his school bag his uh the things the clasps that hold on his cape of tigers on them and stuff like that there's that he gives a girl a tiger they try to work it in as many times as possible right but i can't wait to see what happens with this fucking caterpillar in sequels and they didn't yeah. kill mark strong 
No, they didn't kill Mark Strong. Good idea. I mean, Kingsman learned that to their... We'll see when the next one comes out, but I think that's a prequel anyway, right? Y- yes, that yeah, is You prequel. never kill off Mark Strong, because he'll keep coming back. Yeah. Strong. Even Green Lantern knew not to kill off yeah. Mark Strong. Like, like, that's when he got his yellow ring. Yeah. That's when he got his groove back. <laughs> <laughs> I have no fucking clue who this fucking caterpillar is. <laughs> <laughs> but he has a little talk box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we will rule the galaxy. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's Shazam. Gavin didn't like it as much as I did, but uh, I liked it a lot. Oh, and there's the big shout-out as well, which was nice, seeing as they're doing big. The yes. piano. Yes, yes, yes. I li- that was also like a chucklesome moment. Yeah, I like, yeah, I yeah. really enjoyed that. So, yeah, if you made it this far, uh, I don't know, like us on iTunes. I think you rate us five stars and above. Um, I don't know what you do in Spotify. Do you just listen, I guess? I have no idea. Yeah. But either way, go to greenroom136.com, email us at podcast.mcgavinprize.com, find us on social media at mcgavinprize, like on Instagram and everywhere like that. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Shazam! <laughs>